search engine censorship block you from finding what you're looking for online? Switch to Luxel, a search engine that puts you in control of your results with special filters so you can find exactly what you're looking for. Luxel gives voice to independent, conservative, and progressive publications you won't find in any other search engine. And Luxel takes your privacy seriously by not tracking you or selling your data. Plus, it's free. Try Luxel today. That's L-U-X-X-L-E dot com. Now, you've been hearing me talk quite a bit about we the people of Missouri. We the people of Missouri dot org. So what exactly is we the people? What's their mission? They say our mission is to have a local presence in each of Missouri's counties in order to preserve the liberties that America's founders fought for and won at such a high price, as well as to regain those liberties already forfeited. We will work to protect and defend state and national sovereignty, the inalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness as pronounced in the Declaration of Independence and protected under the Bill of Rights and the Missouri and United States constitutions for the welfare of our state and nation. And again, We the People meets every Tuesday, 5 o'clock p.m. at Delmonico's in Jackson, Missouri. And I'll be back later to tell you about the next two meetings on the We the People calendar. But now, let's dive in to today's episode of The Adrian Ross Show. Today's episode of The Adrian Ross Show will likely not be a long one, but I anticipate that it, it may very well be the most important one I, I've ever done as we just talk about some things, as, as I unpack some things. There is obviously a lot going on in the world, and therefore there are a lot of things that all of us are grappling with. Of course, I am talking about the attack on Israel by Hamas. It's mind boggling, the evil that has uh, reared its ugly head. I can't even imagine what the victims went through, what they observed and what they endured, what the hostages uh, have gone through. I can't imagine what family members of lost loved ones are going through. I can't imagine family members of individuals who are held hostage. I can't imagine uh, what um, Mr. Netanyahu has to be going through as he is, of course, the leader of the nation of Israel. It's I, I just can't imagine any of it. And if you if you know me at all, you know that I don't do well with graphic uh images or, or storylines and, and, you know, even when it comes to movies. So, you know, when it's not a storyline, but it's a reality, I don't do well with that either. Um, I have managed not to see any graphic images, believe it or not, of what has taken place in Israel. What I know, I know because I have, uh, I've read about it, I've listened to uh, podcasts about it. I've kept up with the news about it without without managing to to see images that I can't unsee. And I I'm not I don't 
I don't want something that's going to haunt me. And, and I've been haunted by lesser tragedies. So I certainly don't want to sit and, and look at images of, of babies who have been beheaded and, and just all the horrible, horrible, unthinkable things that we know has, has taken place. I have seen, I believe, two images. Uh, neither of the two was graphic at all. And I'd, I'd like to keep it that way. But that doesn't change the fact that I know what has transpired and my heart hurts tremendously. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, with me where you're trying to digest it all and then you kind of, something will just, just, eh, just prod even deeper. And then you find yourself in tears and then you persevere and you, you, you move on and you, you pray for Israel. You pray for innocent life and you, you, you have to go about your day, your, your evening, et cetera. And then there's just the slightest thing it seems will just cause you to, to weep. And that's because it's not that one thing. It's, it's, it's all of it. It's, it's this, it's everything that you're holding in. And um, and so I, I want to encourage us to continue to pray for Israel. We know those of us who are Bible-believing people, we understand that Israel is God's chosen people. We understand that God will avenge. Uh, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And uh, God will bless those who bless Israel and curse those who curse Israel. And and we we under, we understand that, but um, I just feel compelled to. I, I mean, everyone, if you if you if you know me at all, if you read my work on my Substack, or if you've read my work when I had the column at the Southeast Missourian, if you've uh, listened to me talk at all, if you follow the podcast at all, you know that I'm that I'm a Christian. I make um, I make that you know that's a part of who I am. And, and I make that a part of my podcast and my writing and, and all that, because it is who I am. And um, Christians, I mean, I, Christians have a heart to see those who have not committed their lives to the Lord to, to do so. Um, and that's really what I want to talk about. I want to talk about today because we are living in times that are that are biblical. We know from the word of God that the evil we are seeing is, I mean, it's it's biblical. We 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 shouldn't be surprised by it, although we can't help but be jarred by it when you when you when you hear about and read and see if those of you who are looking at these things and it's just unreal it seems and yet we know the word of god is true and evil will wax worse and worse the bible says we also know that that there's revival we are in a great awakening we are in revival and um and we trust god that he's drawing that he's saving that he can take people who are involved in unspeakable evil and he can transform their hearts and deliver them and that's what I'm praying, and I hear other people praying as well. Here's the deal. If you if you have known the Lord and you've walked away from Jesus, 
I hope you recognize that this is this is not playing around time. I'm just going to be blunt. This is what this this episode is about. And I said this is probably the most important episode I've ever done because I can't, you know, I can't just sort of you know, I'm trying to find the right words. I can't just dip my toe in uh, right now because we are living in serious times and we are, I believe, uh, Jesus is coming back. Let me just say it that way. Some people, I was going to say we are in end times and then there's always that controversy. Are we really in end times? Are we not in end times? Listen, we better live as if we're in end times. We do know, those of us who believe the Bible, that Jesus is going to return. Okay, and things are getting uglier and uglier. And if you've walked away from the Lord and yet you know the Bible, I'm, I'm not sure what you're doing playing around out there. It's time to come back to Jesus. It's time to say, God, here I am. And I know that there are people who walked away from the Lord and there are people who've never walked with the Lord who might say, I believe, but I've done X, Y, and Z. I've messed up here and there. Uh, you know, my life is, is, is a wreck. I'm not, here's something that I heard years ago that I still believe is true. It is true. We don't get good to get God. We get God to get what we call good. In reality, we receive Christ to have our sins forgiven, to have his righteousness, his goodness bestowed upon us. We didn't earn it. We don't deserve it. But his grace is sufficient. It's amazing. His blood that he shed washes away all of our sins. So I said all that to say there's nothing you've done. There's nothing you said. There's no place that you have gone where he hasn't seen it all. He, he's seen it all. And that's why God sent his son, because if we could save ourselves, there would have been no reason for Jesus to shed his blood. So if you've walked away from the Lord, maybe you were raised in the church and now, you know, you're maybe you had church hurt. A lot of folks who've had church hurt. I mean, if anybody, if we all stayed away from the Lord because people in church or leadership in churches in our upbringing or wherever, you know, I mean, if we all stayed away who experienced that, nobody would be in the church. For the most part, we've, we've dealt with that because people are people and people are fallible. But Jesus has no flaws whatsoever. And Jesus is calling you home. If you've walked away, do not delay. Like I said, I feel compelled to share this. I don't normally, I mean, I talk about the Lord, but I don't normally have, <clears throat> excuse me, an episode like this, but here I am. <clears throat> and so if you've walked away from the Lord, he wants you to come back. His arm is extended. His arms are extended for you to come back home. What, the world has nothing for you that should keep you from turning back to the Lord. And I encourage you to do that. I know the Lord is de deals with people who've walked away. He's dealing with our hearts. He's dealing with our mind. All of us, all of us, those of us who are still living for, you know, who are living for the Lord, who have not walked away from the Lord. We know the Lord deals with our hearts. 
and 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 he compels us to draw close to him. So if you've walked away from him, today is your day to say, Lord, I I I believe I'm I, you know, and and I know that you're willing to receive me back into your family, into your kingdom, and here I am. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Messing around out in the things of the world, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. He's a good God. And I'm not in any way suggesting that we should walk with the Lord simply because we can see how evil the days are. I'm saying that it's his love. It's his joy. It's his peace. It's his grace that draws us. It's, it's, it's how good he is. But if you know anything about the word of God, you also know that we're going to stand before the Lord. And when he comes back, as they say, as the tree falls, as the word says, as the tree falls, so shall it lie. And so in an instant, you're, he can return. But even that, in an instant, there are people in Israel, they're doing their thing, they're minding their business, they're at the concert or, or, or in their home or wherever they are. And then Hamas shows up and just that fast, everything changes. And that's, and that's the point. We don't tomorrow or the next moment, not promised, not promised. And as that tree falls, as it is, so shall it lie. Hell was not created for man. It was created for the de devil and his angels, demons. We were created to walk in relationship with the Lord. And so in addition to not wanting to go to hell, it should be wanting to be in that relationship with God. The time is short, I do believe. And so I say to you, if you walked away from the Lord, come back, come back to him. And if you've never accepted Jesus as your savior, today's the day also. What, whatever you're doing out in the world, Nothing compared to the joy and the goodness of God and knowing him as your savior. He's an awesome God. I use, I, I reserve the word awesome for God and things that pertain to God. I used to say awesome. Like you, I hear a lot of people say awesome. Oh, that was awesome. I went, that was, and I just, at one point, a few years ago, I just got to the point where I was just like, no, awesome is too it's too amazing, too huge, too powerful a word to use for anything other than God or the, in the things that, that God does. God is awesome. So if you've never known Jesus as your savior, when you hear people say saved, you hear people say born again, you hear people talk about, you know, giving their lives to the Lord, being Christians, you know, what, what, what does that mean? I, I mean, it means that you recognize your need of a savior. You believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. That he lived the sinless life. He was. He came to this earth. He is God in the flesh. He came to earth. He walked as a man, dual nature, fully God and fully man. Never sinned. And therefore he was the only sacrifice that we could have for our sins. He shed his blood for us so that we could have eternal life. Understand, 
man was never intended to die. We were to live eternally, but Adam and Eve sinned. And therefore <clears throat> we needed a savior to redeem us back to our original intent, design and purpose, which is to live forever with the Lord. So Jesus became that plan for us. So God prepared himself a body and came to dwell among us and then die and rise again. And because he lives, we can live also eternally. There are so many people, so many people, you know it's true, like never before, who are going through depression and anxiety and confusion of all sorts. We know it. We there, there are there are factions, you know, um that that want to have us doubt the Lord and, and you know, have us not believe that, that God's word is true. They want you to be a God unto yourself. And when you go that route, you're going to miss out and mess up and, and every single time, because there is only one God and he has the final say. And his son, Jesus Christ came to this earth so that we wouldn't have to die forever. In fact, we really just sleep, as they say, because that's the beauty of knowing the Lord. What To live is Christ. The Bible says, Paul said in the Bible, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Either way, I win. But the Lord did come that we would have life and that we would have it more abundantly. And we are sinners because of the fall of Adam and Eve. We are sinners, born in sin shaping in iniquity, as the Bible says. And whether you think you're a good person or not, it's on our righteousness, the Bible says, is as filthy rags. In other words, there is nothing about us that makes us be able to stand before a holy God and plead our case. I don't care if you never lied. I don't care if you, you know, if you think you're a wonderful person, you help your neighbors, you, you don't kick the neighbor's dog and cat and you know you never stole from anybody you give to the poor all that we still need a savior because in our flesh is no good thing we cannot earn our way into heaven there are people who think it's that they've done more bad good than they've done bad and that it's not about what you can do again if it was about what you could do jesus would never have died but it was because we needed the blood of jesus we needed his death burial, resurrection to give us access to the father. And so that we could live eternally with him. Isn't that beautiful? It's a beautiful plan. We complicate it, but it's so simple that if we would confess the Lord, we would believe God. We would walk with him. We have eternal life with him. And Jesus Christ, he's the mediator between God and man. He is, he presents us to his father. It's a beautiful plan of salvation. Why? Why the suicide, the depression, the anxiety, the hopelessness, the helplessness, the all of it? Why the hurt, the pain when, when Jesus says, here I am, come unto me. Those who are, who are burdened, those who are heavy laden, those who are sad, those who are, who are 
are sick, those who are depressed, those who are suicidal, you know, those who've had a hard life, those who've been through, and those who are on the top of the world, those who have money oozing all over, those who have wonderful families, those who have incredible opportunities in front of them. Notice what I said. It's not just those who've been depressed and sad. It's also those who have had life to the full, so it seems, by the world's standards, and yet they're still a God-shaped void in their lives because we were created for fellowship with God. And so you are not too good for God and you are not too bad for God. We all need God. And I'm telling you, now's the time. Tomorrow's not promised. Jesus is coming back. And tomorrow's not promised to us, even if he doesn't come back by tomorrow, but he could. I'm encouraging, that's what this is about. I'm really encouraging you to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. This is a good opportunity to to tell you about um, what's coming up at We the People. There is um, always a guest, as I said, at five o'clock in Delmonico's in Jackson, Missouri. And um, let me skip to October 24th because this talk we're having today is a reminder to me that on October 24th, that Tuesday, I will be speaking at um, the We The People meeting, but not by myself. I will be with my pastor, Pastor Zach Strong. So the two of us are presenting on October 24th at five o'clock at Delmonico's, but Tuesday, October 17th, we have Take Back Public Libraries. The guest by Zoom is Echo Alexander. Take Back Public Libraries. That is absolutely important. We know there's a battle. If you've been paying attention to what I've been writing, and what I've been speaking, you know that there's a battle that I'm a part of. There are a lot of people a part of this battle. Let's hear what Echo Alexander has to say on October 17th at 5 p.m. at Delmonico's Take Back Public Libraries. And then Pastor Zach and I will be at the We the People meeting on October 24th, 5 o'clock at Delmonico's. That was a good place to to tell you about that because um, Pastor Zach is, um, you you may have seen, we've done a podcast episode together, uh, my pastor, and he's preaching this as well. We Listen, we need the Lord Jesus Christ. And so if you've never accepted the Lord as your savior, if you've never said, Lord, you know, forgive me for every sin, Lord, wash me, um, you know, purify me, forgive me, put me on the right path, direct my steps. No better time than right now to ask him for forgiveness, to invite him into your life, and then to see what he does for you. It's it's just that simple. And so you would simply just pray, you know, something like this, you know, Lord, I acknowledge that you are the son of God. I acknowledge Jesus, that you lived a sinless life. I believe that you lived a sinless life and that you died for my sins. You rose from the dead. 
You are seated at the right hand of the Father with all power. I believe that I confess my sin. I confess that apart from you, I am a sinner. I need your forgiveness. And I ask you to forgive me for every sin. And listen, you you can even, you can name, if you feel the need to name off different sins, you can do that. But, but, but you're saying to the Lord, I confess my sin. I confess that I've sinned against you, God, and that I need a savior. And, and I ask that you would forgive me from, for, forgive me for every sin. Father, I ask that you would take control of my life, order my steps, direct my path. Lord, if I've walked away, God, I, I, I come back to you. And if I've never accepted you, then Lord, I receive you right now for the first time. I, I want to be born again. I was already born once, but I need to be born again. And Father, I ask that you would fill me with your Holy Spirit and lead and guide me on this journey. Your word says that if I'm in you, I'm a new creation. I'm a new creature. And I receive you and all that you have for me right now in Jesus' name. Amen. I mean, it really is a simple beginning. Now, I want, I, I want, I said a simple beginning because I wanted, I want to say this. I encourage you to pray that prayer. I'm smiling. Because if you've prayed that prayer, he's heard that prayer. If you prayed that with your heart and you, I just prayed it as I would pray it. You pray it any, any way you want to pray. It. You know, Jesus, I, you know, I acknowledge your Lord. I accept that. I believe that you died for my sins and rose again. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you're coming back. As you said, I confess my sin and I ask that you forgive me. And I want to be led and guided in this journey with you. Fill me with your spirit and all that you have for me. However you want to say it, that's the beginning. There are a lot of people who just preach um, there's a, in the Bible, Romans chapter 10, verse nine says, if you would confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus, and as we just did and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And that word saved has to do with salvation, has to do with healing, has to do with prosperity, has to do with the whole package. It does. And there are some people who preach that as the plan of salvation and they stop right there. I'm not one of those people. Because I understand that you can pray that and then just go on your way. No, the Lord wants you in relationship with him and also in relationship and fellowship with what we call the body of Christ, which is the church, right? And the church is not the building. The church is comprised of people. We are the church. We go to the building. We have come to call the church. And it's important that we do that as well. So we are better together. Do I, do I really need to go to a church? I don't really, yes, you do. The Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And the more, as we see the day approaching, in other words, he's coming back. It's getting evil. It's getting rough out there. We are better together. And there's joy in the, in the house of God. There's something so precious about being with other believers and worshiping the Lord. There's something that we call the corporate anointing. Yes, you should be praying at home. Yes, you can sing at home. Yeah, you can stay at home and watch, watch online at times, but that's in a pitch. You should be in the house of God. And the word says that God knows more than we know. 
You know, his word is wisdom. It's truth and it's how we're supposed to live. And his word says that we should not be forsaking the assembling ourselves together. And the more, in other words, times are going to be such that you, listen, you need to be among other believers. You need to be among other people. You encourage each other in this walk with the Lord. We need that. I need that. And so once you've prayed that, I, I'm not going to just say, well, yeah, oh, you're saved. You just go on your way. Yeah, you are saved. You come into the family of God, but you've got to walk it out. you got to walk in obedience. And so, okay, God, what would you have me do? That's the heart response, right? When we give our lives to God, God, what would you have me do? And the Lord lets us know we need to be in fellowship. So you find a Bible believing church, a church that believes that the word of God is true, a church that believes in the gifts of the spirit, of being spirit filled, being filled. Yes. Does God fill a believer? Yes. He will fill you. Being baptized in the spirit, the gifts of the spirit believes that what the word says, the word means you submit yourself to uh, leadership pastors and leaders who love God, who believe the word and you grow. And you do that in fellowship with other people who have given their lives to God. And man, it's amazing. Does it mean that because you prayed that prayer that you will never go through anything? No, it doesn't mean that. We go through things. Life happens. We're living in a fallen world. But it means that you will never go through it alone. It means that you. there's something that says, I know that God is with me and he's in me. You know, it's a relationship and you can't, you don't get it un until you get it, until you accept it, until you receive it. And if you've walked away from the Lord, it's time to come back and walk in that fullness again. And if you've never given your life to the Lord, you've not prayed that prayer yet with your heart, then now is the time to do that. And if you have done that, if you pray that pr prayed that prayer as I prayed it, or if you will then pray the prayer and then say, I'm giving my life to the Lord. I'm not just praying the prayer and just open them up, but I'm giving my heart to God. I don't may, I may not know what that look, all that looks like or whatever, but I'm taking that step. I'm getting in the house of God. I'm, tr I'm going to, I'm going to trust God. I'm going to pray the way and the best I know, I, I, I'm going to partner with other people who know the Lord and, and can help me and walk alongside with me. I want to know if you've prayed that prayer or, uh, or pray afterwards or whatever, leave a comment, go to, um, go to Substack. And, you know, if you're listening on Substack, leave a comment and say, I'm, I'm coming to, to, to the Lord. I'm going to walk with the Lord or I'm returning to the Lord, or I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in and see what God, what God would do. We've everyone who knows the Lord has had to come to that place. You, no one was, no one was born a Christian. Their mama might've been a Christian. Their daddy might've been a Christian and prayerfully they were raised in church if that's the case. But you know what? God has no grandchildren. I don't know if you ever heard that, but it's true. In other words, he doesn't have grace. It's not because your mama knows the Lord that you're okay. No, you got to come and become a child of the Lord. You have to be a child of God. He doesn't have grandchildren. We don't, you know, there's great legacy in families where they know the Lord, but ultimately we each have to come and say, God, here I am. Everything I am, everything I'm not, here I am with all my baggage, with all my crowns, with everything, all the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. I come to you. Here is my life. 
do with it what you please. And he will transform your life. There's a reason why Christians are Christians and still continuing to walk with God. And there's a reason why there's peace certain people have. And you know it's true because you get around them and you can sense it. Or when things go awry, you know, you, you go to that person because you know that person has something with God. That person prays. That per- There's a reason. It's because it's real. And I encourage you today to give your heart to God and let him lead. You don't have to have all the answers. Just ask him to come into your life, forgive you of your sins. He will direct your paths, even as you line up to put yourself in a position where you can receive, be in church, be around people who love God and watch what he does. And again, I'd love to hear from you if you have made that decision. Um, Again, I don't usually have, I talk about the Lord, but I've never had an episode quite like this, but I really felt compelled to do this because the answer to every single question and everything that ails this world is Jesus Christ. It's Jesus and Jesus alone. Back in my church in New York, we had t-shirts that said, it's a Jesus plus, if I got it, if I, if I got it right. Jesus plus dot, 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 and then nothing on the back. Jesus plus what? No, you don't have to add to Jesus. It's Jesus plus nothing. Why? Because Jesus is everything. So you can leave a comment on Substack if you're listening there. If you are watching on YouTube, leave a comment there as well. So important. And um, if I can, if you you have a question, ask me a question. If you want to email adrianrosscom at gmail.com. And um, and if I, you know, if I can answer that question, then that's absolutely wonderful. It would be my delight to do so. All right. So welcome to the family of God. If you've chosen to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ, welcome, welcome, welcome. I tell you, you will not have regrets. He's a good God. He is, in fact, awesome. All right. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Adrian Ross Show. Like I said, this may very well be the most important one I've ever done. And um, I'm glad that you got a chance to, to be a part of it. Share this with someone else. Remember to go to the bmgnetwork.com. Lots of Christians over there also. The bmgnetwork.com calm and listen to those podcasters. We are engaging, enlightening, informative, and yes, even entertaining. So do that. Go to my Substack, please and subscribe. I really would appreciate your support. It's adrianross.substack.com. Subscribe, become, there's a free subscription and um, you might just want to be a paid subscriber. I would really absolutely appreciate that will help me to do what I do and to do it even uh, more, um, to do it crisper, you know, crisper, be able to put some things in place to be crisp. And in particular, um, even with the um, taking it to the streets, your support, your financial support even will help me uh, do even, even 
even more and with more with more quality and that's that's important so i would appreciate your support there also let's let's break this this algorithm thing as they say that that means you need to like and that means you need to to leave a comment and you share and you <clears throat> subscribe and, and all that make sure you do subscribe to to youtube as well so you don't miss anything that's the same thing with Substack, so you don't miss anything all right i'm gonna let you go and uh, remember Luxel, remember we the people. And obviously this is a new day. Remember this day for those of you who've given your hearts to the Lord. Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. God bless you abundantly.